Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of the Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com Maria and pick up my new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and now streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for South Park. Tonight's host is Phil Svitek. Joining Phil are AfterBuzz co-host Michelle Macedo, Jack Wise, and DJ Jesse Janity. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Phil Svitek! Yo, what up, after buzzers? It's your boy. I'm stealing that for, from DJ Jesse Janity. Um, so South Park is back, and so are we. Uh, we're joined here tonight, as you heard, by Jack Waz, who uh, was on our last two episodes of Archer. We're excited to have him. Oh, um, thank you so much. Yes, we have DJ Jesse, as always, in the booth. What and uh, we have Michelle, who does numer- numerous shows for us. But I got to say, this is the one I'm excited for most. This is the one, out of all the AfterBuzz shows, I am most excited about, and so I am here hosting it. This beats Whale Wars? This beats Whale Wars. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I feel nauseous. Like, really. Well, that's because you're amazed at how awesome the episode was. Yeah, this was uh, one of the filthiest and most awesome episodes of TV I think I've ever seen. Filthy. Absolutely filthy. That's so right. Filthy. Funny filthy. I'm so excited for it. I mean, I've been waiting for this season for so long. Season 15. That's, this yeah. has been oh on since God. we were seven years old. I remember. Shut up. Yep. I remember having to um, to sort of watch it while my parents weren't looking. I wasn't even allowed I to know. watch Simpsons. Exactly. Let alone. Well, you were allowed to watch Simpsons. Well, well, not I was early on. on the Simpsons. Like from my earliest memory is a Thursday night watching Simpsons with my dad in his office in DC. Yeah. One of my first memories is watching that, and the only people that couldn't were the Mormon people that I knew. Sorry. Well, I'm not Mormon. It's just kind of an East Coast thing where we have values, unlike the West Coast. Okay, where are you from? Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, there was. I feel like in the East Coast there was like a divide of people who let their kids watch uh, Simpsons and you stop mean, trying like, to dig yourself out of the hole. Seriously, <laughs> you were just a. I'm just oh, saying. Well, I couldn't watch it. I'm not going to see. Lie. There you go. See, I wasn't allowed to watch South Park. Oh yeah, yeah I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to watch South Park at all. Which is weird. My dad. Uh, my dad worked in cable. He found out about South Park before I ever knew about it. He brought me home a Cartman plush. And I remember he told me, like, oh, there's this show, and they have a kid that dies every week. And I remember, like, seven-year-old being like, that's not funny. <laughs> Who would laugh at that? It's funny that your dad told you that. and like, Yeah, and then I started watching it, and my parents realized it was probably just warping me beyond belief. And I'm like, oh, he 
probably shouldn't. So then when I was at my grandparents' house, I'd sneak sneak downstairs and watch South Park. Or uh, when my parents were gone, I'd have babysitters rent the videos, like the South Park movie. Do you remember the first time you saw a South Park movie? Um, I do. But in speaking to the um, so funny. the first time I, I kind of heard, like, um, the first time I ever heard about South Park was very much like kind of Cartman did, where um, it was at the bus stop and kids were late yelling about, like, oh, my God. F you bastards, you guys killed Kenny. I was like, what What does that, what does that mean? And everyone was saying that over and over that, again. That I was show like, has what? taught me so many words that I don't think I ever would have learned, like yeah. even on the schoolyard. Exactly. I mean, it's it's interesting for me, especially, and I'm sure for you guys, like we grew up with this. So I'm sure, I, I'm sure all our other fans, you know, uh, are various ages. But for us, like we literally were these kids and then now we've sort of grown past them. But we watch them nonetheless. Exactly. So great way to start off the 15th season. <laughs> yes, indeed. Seriously. Michelle, well, you were grossed out, but you got to say it's a good episode, right? It was. It was a good episode. It was clever. It was funny. They keep coming up with these ideas, and it's awesome. It also made me feel sick because I watched this movie, The Human Centipede, um, in theaters, and we were eating popcorn when the movie started, as I was telling Jack. All right. it's, well, it's, be- it's better that than, like, chocolate. Let's be honest. We were also eating. Chicken. All right. Well, we'll definitely, we definitely got to get into that as we get yes, into that. But first, Jesse, what about your overall impressions of the episode? I thought it was amazing, actually. And I'm right there with Michelle. Was, there was some, in, the bean taco really just, <laughs> the burrito just took it to another so level. So not bit. okay. Oh, my God, man. Other than that, it was an, a great episode. Well, um, I love how we sort of opened up the whole episode with iPads are cool. Yeah, Cartman's iPad idea is actually pretty genius. It's one of the more clever things I came up with. Like that he'd be smart enough to get an iPad case, put a sheet of glass in it, and then just be a dick to everyone around him. This most Cartman thing to do. So true. And then call out that little boy's family situation. (laughs) I love him. He knows all their shit. Just like every kid that gets (laughs) beat. Yeah. Your dad's fucking drunk. Oh. mm. So reversing the heat. I love it. Exactly. You do that. Oh, I love reversing the heat. Yeah, you're and like give me, give me like a thing. Then... Go at me, Jesse. You would know me. The what was like a public thing that you could say? As far as what? I don't know. Just Insult go at me. Him. Here we go. Just How about the something. incident with John and the lady from Craigslist? Oh, dude, dude, about that. Well, you see, no, it was mainly John, right? What happened? And see, First, the, the thing tell that, me what happened. The thing about John is you, you got to say, right? I mean. First off, he wears sweaters that say Civil War on them. It's true. I mean, so? that's that explains everything. That explains all of it. So, What right? happened? What happened? Basically, I'll tell you later. I just told you. No, you I, just okay, okay. Not. do I really okay. have to go into this? John wears sweaters with Civil War things, and you know what? And he's he was a wannabe writer. He doesn't like people, and just one thing led to another, and I didn't want anything to do with it. And then there was Graybo, and like... I'm, I'm never having never happening again. Okay, so anyway, I have no idea what just happened, but the I'm just telling you. Okay, Jesse, you know John, but you don't know Grabo. Uh, listeners, you don't know Grabo. If you do, God help us all. Oh, that guy's a. But <laughs> oh my God. But you want to talk about a raging alcoholic and then mix with John and his sweat like. It's, it, it's a me- it's a steaming mess of humanity in just one small crock. Bowl. Yeah, you mix Craigslist into that. Done. I'm what, what I'm trying to say is that cute. Phil is the Craigslist killer. Nah, uh, yeah. Creepy. <gasps> oh my god, I saw the Lifetime movie about oh, you. Oh, how good was that? So good. I love I how love Toronto Lifetime looks movies. like Boston. 
oh, exactly like Boston. I know, right? And they're like, oh, and he's a doctor. Everyone's like, he's a doctor. doctor. He's a doctor. Just to uh, have the listeners out there know, uh, if you have seen the Craigslist killer, BU looks nothing like the beautiful college campus they shot on. It's more like nothing a, like it. It's more like a big street. And then yeah. he like also um, worked at the Cambridge um, Charles MGH MGH whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, weird and and it wasn't it. It just wasn't it. No, you Boston guys, you'll know what we're talking about. So yeah. it was like a it was like a fake thing. Yeah, much well, like and it's, it's, it's super cheap to shoot in Boston, that, but it's yeah. slightly cheaper to shoot in Toronto. Well, it's Lifetime. I don't know. I love Lifetime movies because they're always from the point of view of the middle aged woman. And she always has cancer, and her husband always beats her. It's true. Except for She's Too Young with Marsha Gay Harden. Would you say yeah. Lifetime movies like to fuck you? I would. Can we say that word? I'm it's doing it. Park. Hey, I'm doing it. it. Awesome. Speaking of which, how many times did they say that word tonight? Oh, with Carmen? Yeah, that, that's got to be a record for the counted. show. Like, I know there was a show where they had the shit counter, mm-hmm. and they said it somewhere like 65, 67 times. No, I believe they went into the hundreds. That was the whole point. It, it was to like. You're sit. right because yeah, the meltdown of the exec at the end. Yeah, and then literally every other word was just like shit. Yeah, dude. But no, they uh, they dropped f bombs like you wouldn't believe in this episode. Yeah, in increasingly brilliant ways. Yeah, <laughs> that was really that. The, at first, I thought it was really funny the one about putting on lipstick. Yeah, exactly. And then the kissing one, and then the dude in the crowd that kissed his son. Oh, uh, the dude yeah. in the crowd kissing his son is the creepiest joke South Park has ever done. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just a middle aged, <laughs> something about a middle aged man kissing his boy on the forehead. Yeah, and so, also like, right after he says. Yeah, so softly. <laughs> just, you don't even kiss your son before you fuck him. Oh my God. It's dirty. <laughs> I love uh, I love during Cartman's uh, breakdown to his mom in the car in the end, we brings it around to. Can we at least get some dinner first? Exactly. <laughs> like Mom, after you. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so good. And still tries to. And I pull, I pull that shit on my girlfriend all the time. Be like, no, I learned my lesson. No, baby, I swear. <laughs> just like if you do the big puppy eyes and look like really sad. Just like, Nikki falls for that. She falls for that one out of ten times. Wow. I'm giving her a no, lot of credit. Girls, no. You know what? That's that's pretty good odds for a guy. Yeah, yeah, you you would like do that. It's pretty good. Whenever I don't hear something, she's or whenever she doesn't hear something I say, she goes, "Oh, what was that?" And I go, "Oh, I love you, and you're right." Because nine times out of ten, that's applicable to the situation. Oh my god, so <laughs> I know. brilliant! I, I won dating. Yeah, yeah, you actually won the the competition. I won the competition of dating. I can't do it anymore now. So uh, back to South Park. <laughs> a lot of product placement for Toshiba in this episode. Yes, uh, for was it everyone. though? Or, or Best they just Buy. Kinda... Well, Best Buy, That's definitely, what? but they kind of shit on Toshiba. They did. Yeah, they did. I think they called it the Handy Pad, which would be adorable. <laughs> that would be really It does like, everything oh. the iPad does, except uh, $200 It should cheaper. be shaped like a teddy bear. Yeah, like a chumby. <laughs> Look that up, Internet. <laughs> well, also, actually, this this episode just proved everything that I thought about Apple, which is that the government wants us each to buy one so that they can track wherever we are because... Apple works for the government, and then they're putting their information together, and then they're figuring out where we all are so that they can now, ruin uh, us. Thank wait, you, wait, thank wait, you wait. Michelle. Back. Question. Best, best Toshiba quote. If I take this stupid Toshiba to school, everyone will think I'm poverty-ridden. <laughs> no, a poverty-ridden <laughs> asshole. Yes. Yeah. So hilarious. Good. Oh, my God. But let me ask you this uh, in reversing the Ham, do you own an iPhone? Yes. 
Do you own a Mac computer? Yes. What other i things do you own? An iPod. Have you ever read the i agreement on iTunes? No. Well, you're fucked. Never. And I like how everybody else had. Why would you okay. say something? Okay, I have an Apple Newton. <laughs> Two I'm other it retro. people. What is what the hell is that? The Whoa. Apple Newton was the original uh Yeah. It's the original iPod Touch or the original iPhone. It was a uh like 6 inch by 4 inch uh like Palm Pilot looking thing. I see. And it was a terrible device. Everyone hated it, but it was featured prominently in the Steven Seagal movie Under Siege, where he uses it to fight train hijackers. Interesting. So I think that's a very good bit of product placement for the Newton. Yes. Go buy the Newton. Go buy the Newton. By the way, I remember that's uh, going way back. That was in uh, the first Beethoven, like the movie with the dog. Yeah, dude. Go, go get a Newton. And that was their thing for like smelly socks and like the air fresheners. So they ripped off Beethoven. Congratulations, Apple. And Beethoven ripped off. I don't know. All Dogs Go to Heaven, which ripped off It's a Wonderful Life, which ripped off Casablanca. That's which right. Ripped off Isaac Newton. Great. Crickets? <laughs> no. Come on, Jesse, don't let me Anybody? down. Anybody? We got to get some crickets. No, no but crickets. um all right. No. So Fine speaking thing. of the um the, the iPad and all of their wonderful terms and agreements leads to the human centipede now. Okay, but Phil, have you ever read the agreements? Totally. Who doesn't? Okay, Jack? anyway. Hmm? Oh, yeah, I totally read them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, that, bring, that brings me to my point about Cartman <laughs> yanking down his pants in Best Buy <laughs> and screaming oh. at his mom. That was, oh that was so intense. Oh, is that when he said the thing about the lube? No, that, <laughs> that was at the end. He said that to God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he at least wants to yeah. put some lube on. Or, or a courtesy lick. A courtesy <laughs> lick. Oh my god! Ridiculous! I know. So ridiculous. Well, where I was going to go with this, um, so there's three of us, and Jesse's in the booth now. Uh, so let's call Jesse the user. How would I? And I know Jack. Was this part of your segment? You wanted to this sort is part of... of my segment? Yeah, I uh, I watched this episode earlier with my girlfriend and had a 25 half hour long conversation with her about if we were putting a human centipede where we would be, and how we would react. And I nobly told her that I'd let her go first, and I'd be the middle. But then she started screaming. I said, <laughs> fine, I'll be the front. Oh, no, so gross. All right, so, so, so Michelle, um, how does our human sense, well, how does it go? It, there's, uh, there's me, Jack, and, and you. What's the order? Can you kill me before? Can you just kill no. me? I don't think, no, it's, because then you can't read, which was... How about, how about this? Terrorists are going to blow up Everything you love, unless you're part of a human centipede. Do it. I'm so, not going to be part of a human centipede. <laughs> no, well, as we found out, this is the future. Okay, well, be... okay, okay. So, okay, if we're talking about the movie, no, we're can talk... I give away? All right, talk, what's yeah, the movie? spoiler, go ahead. Okay, so the movie, the first guy... The Japanese guy. Japanese guy um, ends up killing himself, which I was like, well, I can't blame him, but at the same time, then now he's like dead weight. For two other centipeders, and then and then the the back one dies. Obviously, she's getting all the shit, literally. So the, the middle. middle one is the worst. So what you're trying to say is you want to be the middle one because you want to live. 
You Not you would at all. you would drag Phil and myself between your mouth and legs <laughs> uh, to the door to get the phone to call the police and go. Uh, oh, oh God! You know what? All right, so here here here's how I would do it then. So, oh, is this the filthiest AfterBuzz podcast you've ever had? Or probably. I this is that. we're reaching new heights here, but um, you know what? I would put Jack first. No, you disagree. Well, I'm waiting for the rest. Well, I would put you in the middle, and then I'd put me at the end. Here's why. I oh, think... fuck you. <laughs> well, would you like to go last? No, I see what Phil's saying, because Phil, well, and, I, Phil I and I would be able to crawl... Be Phil and I would be able to crawl and carry you, and since... <laughs> and I'd be able, since I'm tall, I'd be able to rear up and grab, like, knives and things to stab <laughs> the weird German guy. Then after he's dead, I can call the cops and clearly articulate in perfect German what happened to us, beat by beat. <laughs> There you go. So if you want us to all die because you have some sense of pride and want to be the first in the human centipede, then go ahead. Okay, little Missy? Go right ahead. I want to be the first in the human centipede because then I can cut you guys off and kill myself. That doesn't bode well for any of us. Maybe, what? but like... How can you at least I say like, hey, I off. speak Spanish so I'd be able to help us out by getting us involved with some Mexican gangbang? I speak Spanish so I would be... I don't want to get us involved with a gangbang. Gang bang? That would be like... <laughs> That would just if we're well, you see, no, you see, Michelle would be protected because she's be between us. So you yeah. and I would be daisy chained into this thing. Oh, whatever. My mouth is still open. It doesn't have to. Yeah, be. you, you don't. Your... <laughs> no, in, in a proper gangbang, you don't actually eat anything. Right, but I'm saying, like, if we're going like really sick, then the only <laughs> then it's just the same. Well, here's thing. the thing: if we're if we're all person. if we're all strung up, uh, butt to face, then <clears> does our junk still work? Because that could work for the gangbang. <laughs> what? That is a good question. <laughs> I love having a girl on the show. This is fun. This is what oh. we were missing from Archer, Lots the girl's perspective. <sighs> All right, so back to the episode. <laughs> uh, oh, my oh yeah, God. I don't, I don't get the actual mechanics of the human set, uh, set iPad. So there is an iPod on the face. <laughs> That is and t- I love how it's taped to his face. An iPad on the ass. So all they do is our human centipede with an iPad and an iPhone taped to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Although, no, when they when they swallow the cuttlefish, an email pops up. <laughs> well, I the, the explanation was the, I, the iPad with the one thing it can't do is read and walk and move around, basically. Okay. And so now with the human... So then I, I understand the conceit of the episode, but why not just get one person? Well, See, but... Apple usually has a lot better industrial design than that. That's all I'm saying. Well, yes, but now think of three heads are better than one. It's true. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't they just have one person? No, well, because you had an Asian who was very smart. You had a child who represents innocence, and you have female, the representation of the continuation of the human species, i.e. the future of technology. It's true. So you have a brilliant, innocent But their heads giver. aren't together. Yeah, but they're very much connected. That I mean, doesn't make any sense. Man, this is getting to like Kokoyatsi levels of philosophy. I mean, okay, so let's say okay, they want a, someone to agree and walk uh, around. Uh, 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 <laughs> that's exactly what it would sound like. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, DJ Jesse Jenny. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So uh, yeah, all the stuff they made them eat. The burrito was fantastic. The 
The cuttlefish <laughs> and Paco's. asparagus. Wait, can I ask, is Paco's a real thing? And if so, I think it is it? down like Santa Monica. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember our crafty lady on the show who worked on talking about it. I'm not going to mention what show. Yes, and for those of you who don't know, crafty means uh, craft services, i.e. the food people. Yeah, on any best movie. people in the world are always stoned out of their minds and super drunk, and super they, they had an entire liquor jobs. cabinet at one of the shows I was on. It was awesome. Sweet. There you go. Befriend the crafty people. We got. Uh, you know, I do. Yeah, they're good. They're good folks. Everyone's got to get their own crafty people. But like, I think every job, no matter what, even if like we don't have if, crafty here, we kind of have a crafty here. We, we have crafty. We don't have. We have crafty here. But um, I would say uh, like let's say like you're. A human sentai pad. I, I think you you deserve a crafty person. Deserve crafty, especially the person up front. So again, <laughs> back to asparagus and cuttlefish. The yes. worst combination. Like not not even dead cuttlefish, but just like flopping cuttlefish. What's cuttlefish? A cuttlefish is a uh, it's a small. Uh, it's uh, what is it? I can't Squid? remember. It's, it's, a, it's a, like a, it's like an octopus. Yeah, it's like a. It's and actually it pretty change, adorable. Yes, it is, and it can change literally. It's like an alien. It can. Yeah, it's like a chameleon. Change uh, into any texture, color. It's it's, ador- it's freaking it's a adorable. crazy fish. What? Uh, cephalopod. That's it. You should YouTube it one day. Oh and my what god! About, I didn't even know about these. Now for the asparagus, I know like um, it makes your p- urine smell bad, and people have actually gone to doctors, been like, "Is there something wrong with me?" Because of asparagus. Yeah, and paid the twenty dollar copayment, which is dumb. But uh, is this, so- some- this is something from our recent past, Phil. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like, I think I have VD. Better go to the doctor. Nope, <laughs> just eating too much asparagus. Whoops. No, I, I'm not going to call out the AfterBuzz host who actually did it, but I, I did hear a story from one of our hosts who, <laughs> she's, I, the name she's a female. She's a female. Oh, okay. No one you would know. Um, Jesse would know her, but no, no one would you guys, I know her? You wouldn't know her, no. Um, but yeah, so so what is the, how does it work? Like, does it does it make your... Poo, extra, yeah, oh, extra stanky. No, <laughs> yeah, just just the combination of like wiggling. Oh my god, no, 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 I love how no. they animated that with the the whole Daisy chain. Yeah, just Kyle's little face is like, <laughs> and Michelle's taking her headphones off. This doesn't mean you can't stop hearing all the gross things we say. <laughs> I am. I'm plugging my ears. All right, so back to the episode. Uh, Oh my, oh my So Leslie, the Apple store worker, was that meant to be a boy or a girl? I couldn't tell if it was like a exactly fat guy. That's exactly what was or... funny about it. Exactly. It's because it was like an, it's they're always situation. like really weird, just like busted, androgynous yeah. looking people, but not like in the attractive way and trendy way. In the like, who are you? You're just like a slob. Exactly. Of... It's just like to to use a great community quote. It's like God spilled a person. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's a really. However, good I got to say, the geniuses in the Sherman Oaks Mall. More attractive than the ones tonight. Yeah, man. Same with the ones in uh, Santa Monica. I've seen some. I've seen some cute geniuses. Boston too. Back yeah, Boston there. is better. Um, Pasadena. By the way, since when did Colorado mm-hmm. get like? I mean, that looked when I saw that shot. The exterior of the the Apple Store. It reminded me of the Boston Apple Store, the largest in the world. See, in that, the, that one looked exactly like the one on the Third uh, Street Promenade. Like yeah. the way it had set up, it looked exactly like the one in Santa Monica. There you go. Yeah, in Santa Monica. Wait. So they all look alike as we Is Boston the biggest one? Yeah. Three stories. Bigger than New York? It's, yeah. Dude, the one in uh, the one in the Grove is three stories, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but this, I believe, I mean, that was the whole, like, uh, as soon as the Boston one opened, there was, like, a whole news story on how it's the biggest in the nation. Oh, crazy. One of our dear friends used to work there. Who yeah, was that? Katie Greer. Miss Catherine Greer. 
There you go. I ran into her there once. Nice plug for what? A, what is she doing? After Buzz TV exclusive. She works on E. They, oh, yeah. Nice. You met her. I did meet her, you but uh, I'm sure hair. our fans didn't meet her and don't know who the hell we're talking about. Right. Just gonna... <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> I there forgot you go. this is a job. <laughs> what? Where am I? But um, I love. I love how Cartman takes to the next level, as always, and goes on Dr. Phil, of all things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Dr. Phil's such an idiot. Such a creeper. Hate him. <laughs> Couldn't we have... I feel to make it more relevant, it would have been funnier if they did something with Dr. Drew. No, yeah. I well, love they did, Dr. They did something with Dr. Drew last year with sex addiction, I'm pretty sure. So they already burned him. They already yeah. got him. And Dr. Phil is just funnier because he's like so, so like white trash. Yeah, obviously <laughs> like, like, like a little a boy dumbass. being molested by his mom would go on Dr. Phil to win a, some sort of computer. And, and Dr. Phil would be like, "Well, <laughs> you should just get over it." Exactly. Like take it so serious. You got to be a man. Exactly. Man the fuck up. No. You just wanted to use the word fuck Phil. I, I felt that right there. No, it's it's a it's a term I use very loosely. Um, I've yeah. never had the opportunity to use it on any after other after bus. We're gonna make this podcast explicit. The speaking fu- of the fuck a, show. yeah, speaking of explicit phrases, one point in my life, I really hope I'm able to scream, "Cuttlefish is coming out of my asshole." <laughs> oh my god! And the, the choice was between vanilla shake, yeah, vanilla paste, <laughs> vanilla cuttlefish paste, and asparagus. <laughs> Of all things. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, By the way, I love... Uh, you guys know where, what that's kind of parroting, right? It's... Uh, I forget the philosopher, but it's the, the it's basically an example where a dog has two choices. Which bowl does he oh, go for? Oh, you mean a Pavlov's? Yeah, Pavlov's dog thing? No, that's totally different. Oh, because that's Pavlov's, Pavlov's dogs were conditioned, and it was a it was oh, an yeah, example yeah. of conditioning. Oh, he's a dog... There are dogs and rats. Get Man, used we them. went to film school. How do you know about philosophy? I know yeah, about like seriously. cameras and Michael Bay. That's but, all I learned in my four yeah. years in Emerson. From Boy Meets World, when Sean in high school, or yes, in high school, takes a college class and he gets into philosophy and he answers the question of, okay, you're... That's how you know it? Yes, that's how I know <laughs> Oh my God. Never mind. That's awesome. That's Drawback. Wait, so what? what is it? What is it? The, well, um, it's it's a question of okay. There's two e- uh, equidistant dog bowls. Which one does the dog go for? And uh, so that's supposed to be representational of whatever the hell it's supposed to be. So for. how does this? What does this have to do with ass to mouth? Uh, so it has because they, 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 they yes. Uh, but I like how they sort of gave him options of uh, asparagus and squid. Like what is it? Cuttlefish. <laughs> yeah. Cuttlefish. And uh, vanilla paste of all things. I think it was more just a joke on here's something delicious and here's a goddamn squid in a bowl of asparagus. Now, why couldn't he? Why but couldn't he make that does, decision? Because you know Japanese people love seafood. And it's just part of their culture. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my god! And then it, it leads to the whole test of uh, I lo- the whole run through is you. We got to make the human centipede learn to read. Yeah. And why can't it learn? Learn to read an N uh, E U L A. It's so good. Yes, and uh, and user license agreement. I read oh. a lot. Of, I read a lot of gadget blogs. I'm a total nerd. Okay. There you go. By the way, in speaking of sort of these agreements, there is, um, there is a national thing where they're trying to revoke the legitimacy of these agreements because they know no one actually reads anything anymore of these agreements. Is that a thing recently? 
Yeah, that's like Russell recently. I know Sony just got they got in a ton of trouble about two years back because they put a uh, DRM on all their CDs. So if you ripped any CDs to iTunes, it would install the software on your computer that would track your user data. And they got in a ton of trouble for that, and uh, they just got in a ton of trouble too. All their PlayStation uh, PlayStation Network stuff, all their account information, credit cards, all that got stolen. So like seventy million people have their <gasps> emails, passwords, uh, credit card numbers out there. Oh my god! Yeah, I was I heard. That Apple is is like making all sorts of like breaches with privacy and stuff like that, and that they're going to get in a lot of trouble with that. One time, I heard that this woman was driving in a car, and there's this big truck that came up behind her and kept honking and honking at her, and it was flashing his lights and it was freaking the woman out. And the woman was like, "No, go around, go around." And the truck kept honking and honking, and too late she learned that Apple was in the back seat with a knife. <laughs> By the way, I wonder if this is a conflict of interest because we are on iTunes. We're, we're I know I was going to say. And uh, out of all um, And I personally am on iTunes. And we update our iTunesmusic.com. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Say that again. michellemacedomusic.com. Well, luckily uh, with Afterbuzz, you can also listen to it on other venues as well as with uh, – so you can do it on Ustream. You can do it on our website. You can do it on an app called Stitcher. And with Michelle, you can do it on uh, – if you're flying Delta. Yeah, or... for the May-June rotation, just plug it in and I'm on there on a radio station. Seriously? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Fly Delta. And if Delta sucks, we'll just go on there and listen to the radio station because my song's on there. Or you can go to Pandora, right? Yeah, or go to Pandora. Or... I gotta say, I'll never forget. Uh, we went to a show of uh, Michelle's "The House of Blues" in uh, on Sunset Strip, and I remember it was, was this the co- awful it was the, show. It was the coolest show I've ever seen because not just Gary, but also Jake <laughs> Busey showed up. Oh, I know. And we're doing shots while Michelle was singing this beautiful, like jazzy lounge music. And when you party with the Buseys, you party hard. Oh my God! They they kicked my drummer. And they punched my manager, who is a woman, in the face. Which one? Gary, Gary or Jake? Gary Busey punched your lady manager in the face. Yeah. And, and then he, Let's t- get he that was trying TMZ. to steal my microphone. He, like, ruined that. I was so, I felt so awful it's about like, that Busey. night. So many people came out. And then he just, like, ruined it. And then they cut it. And then we went on so late because of Gary Busey. And then it just, like, got ruined. That so Dickens. I'll comp you a ticket on the next show. Awesome. Excellent. Speaking well, the point which, was oh, that I, I we, had something to say, Phil. Oh, we are on multiple platforms, so we don't necessarily – we need Apple, but – never mind. I'm not going to complete oh, that. Oh, don't thought. even. <laughs> don't complete that Don't sentence. complete it. <laughs> We're going to do more damage to your network in one hour of this show than you have ever yeah, before. Yeah, seriously. Just leave it. I'm just going to – So if you guys yeah. want to check out my beautiful face, a uh, very good friend of ours from Emerson, George Watsky, also known as Pale Kid Raps Fast, just shot another music video where I get to play the T-Mobile girl. Awesome. So you get to see me in a pink dress and leggings, and it is sexy. It's coming out soon. Check it out, guys. Yes. Uh, where could we? Uh, what do we search on, like YouTube or something like that? Uh, or search, where... uh, search George Watsky or Pale Kid Raps Fast. It'll come up. Okay. Yeah. He was on Ellen, and that's awesome. Yes, indeed. He's an amazing spoken word poet and rap. Fantastic, yeah, fantastic poet. He was on a. He was on the NAACP Image Awards, I think, two years back, uh, doing a poetry salute to Russell Simmons. By yeah, way, and HBO Def Jam poetry. Of course. So. By the way, for the, uh, for those of you who love South Park, they, they would they would like it, right? I mean, I feel like it's that type of crowd that would like his poetry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So oh yeah, definitely. So check it out. Check it out. Really pop culture savvy. Just really good stuff. You can buy his album on iTunes too. 
Yes. Called Watsky. But first by mine. Yeah, by Michelle's first. Yes, indeed. Because I'm here and I can say that. Indeed. Um, and all right, so moving on with the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be eating Japanese for a while. Oh my That's god. Right. <laughs> wah, wah. All right, so let's talk about the. Uh, let's before we kind of wrap up our whole thing. And I know we've kind of gone on and off topic, but you know it's our first show, and I don't even know how like to fully dissect it apart from like just you know worshiping the show. But uh, speaking of worship, let's worship the geniuses. Oh my god, the bubbles. So funny. And the prisms of light. And it's just like. That's not what it was. I'm sorry you're experiencing. I'm sorry you're having a bad problem with that. Can we get you store credit? And that totally happens every time they're like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Sorry, Apple kidnapped your friend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesse, do you have any idea where, like, those bubbles came from? What all that was about? No, that was just their pure genius magic. That was just their genius magic. I thought that was, like, a reference to the Yeah, I thought that was something, something too. Like, like they have a quickening. No, remind me of like Sailor Moon. Yeah, exactly, dude. Oh, Japanese animation. She is the one named Sailor. I love Sailor Moon. Yeah. Sailor Jupiter is my favorite, though. So is it? Wow. Actually, I totally would picture you as a Sailor Mars. Oh yeah, Sailor Mars too, or Sailor Venus even. <laughs> so uh, I like growing up as a hetero male. How about you, Phil? Me too. Um, well, <laughs> by the way, quickening. Um, maybe this wasn't something I was. Pr- is, is it not like something that the geniuses do? I mean, I understand. Like, no, we'll see. Quicken so is attack is. software. Yes, yeah, but so Quickening, I think, I, I seem to remember that from like some old video game. Like that's like Wizard Conference. Yeah, I, I was quickening. thinking that must be what they're talking about. But I mean, it sounds like the way that they use it sounds like it's like a creepy meeting. Yeah. I like that Leslie's coworker's name was like Damastocles or something <laughs> like really obscure. Like that. I know it, Stradivarius. Just yeah, like how many, something really random. How many geniuses are going to be abused because of this now? I know, right? Yo, can you just go quicken or something? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh my god, I'm going like to do that. Kids all over again. But oh. they are totally like that, and they're what, like, gingers? "Um, should I go in the back?" Yes, and they're like, "Oh, okay, so maybe I'll go in the back, or maybe okay, that's easy. We'll just replace it with whatever." Like they're exactly. just, just told like, to like. But I love how they kind of hate their job. She's like, "Yeah, I know. I totally got that for you." Yeah, but I love how I mean all. As far as my knowledge goes, they just basically sit behind the computer, much like this woman, and basically they they go through a questionnaire of, like, step one, what does this problem relate to? The iPad, the iPhone, whatever. I don't know what the full steps are, but it just seems like that. Okay, you select iPhone. Then you go into what seems to be – is it – so, so it's the exact same thing as the website where yeah. you do exactly yeah. that. And so, literally they what they do – if, like, restarting the computer fails or if, like, plugging it in to something fails, then they call their, like, manager. Yeah, or they'll send it off. I had to pay uh, – well, I didn't actually end up paying this, but I was uh, quoted $700 to get a faulty MacBook Air uh, spring fixed. What? Talking, yep, one oh. part. It no. was uh, seven hundred dollars for a computer for, that doesn't even accept discs. For no, not just for a computer, for a computer screen for a spring in it, and because I didn't replace it, the screen actually snapped off. Oh, interesting. Yep. So then, yep. what happened? And yet, I still have a Mac. You know what's interesting? Um, and I love how geniuses like I showed up. Uh, they made I made an appointment and I showed up like two to three minutes late, right? And they're like, oh. You forfeited your appointment, but you we can sign you up three hours from now. It's like what? I know some total bull. Oh, that's crazy. That, that's, that's that's the courtesy lick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes, indeed. They're like, uh, I think honestly, I think the policy was we'll let you be two minutes late, and that's it. And I was like, yeah, but I'm three minutes late. That 
Sorry. <laughs> By the way, another callback. We do it on all of our AfterBuzz shows. The um, you remember from uh, last season? The we're sorry. sorry. Yeah. So awesome, Tony. Awesome. Where are one. you? We're sorry. But um, I love the teaming up of Best Buy, Doctor Phil, and Apple to I know, deliver it's an unholy alliance of consumer fraud. Yes, such a good mix of all the bullshit that's going on. Oh my on. god! Always, always, and uh, as always, Carmen gets fucked in the end. Oh yeah, yeah. He just keeps getting fucked. It's <laughs> so many times, but he, he's only like a self-proclaimed fuck. I love how he's fucked because it's all about him. It re- you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. because he doesn't it's get because, what he... But again, it was genius to buy an iPad case and put a piece of glass that in it and then so yell at all the genius. other poor kids. Definitely. <laughs> like, if, like if I was an eighth grade or eight-year-old asshole, I would totally do that. Uh, yeah, if I could think of so that. Guys, I'm playing Angry Birds. Check it out. Whoosh. I know. And he's like walking around being like, oh, no, you can't see it. Whatever. I would never ever have have questioned that exactly i love how he um didn't want anyone to know that he didn't have an ipad yet went on national television <laughs> i know didn't have an ipad and to say that his mother like kept, like, kept raping him kept raping him <laughs> and then they held a press conference in which he was winning the first <laughs> and then he and then steve jobs came out and then the human centipad came out and 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 his friend was in the middle of it, and he was like, I love this. Well, if, if you know the South Park mythology, you'll mm-hmm. know that Cartman and Kyle are bitter enemies. Because mm. Cartman always rips on Kyle for being yeah. a Jew. Yeah. And so anytime Kyle is in pain, which has happened in many episodes, Cartman just laughs at him. Yes, like, uh, there was he's ep- hiding his Jew gold. Yeah, he's Jew gold. And there was an episode where Cartman actually gave Kyle AIDS. That is true. He, sh- he shot a needle full of AIDS blood into Wait, Kyle's I sleeping mouth. I feel like I might have seen this. Yeah, it was called Tonsil Trouble. Great episode. Wow. Yes, indeed. Where they find that liquefied cash will uh, cure AIDS. <laughs> How long of, ago was that? Of, it was like uh, three seasons. Speaking of which, we got to talk about Book of Mormon. We should probably do a commercial. We should. Uh, there was one last thing I was going to say, but I totally forgot it. But what an amazing episode it was. And... Um, yeah, Dr. Phil, no good. Right, and and uh, if we've learned nothing... Oh, here's what I was going to say. I love how at the start of the episode, uh, Cartman is spewing off all the things that the iPad can do. Hey, check it out, guys. I'm going to email my friends. And uh, with that, let's go to a commercial. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yes. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424. 424- Five, six, 1729. Good television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespeare. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? The wig! When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Welcome back, guys. Um, so, Jesse, want to queue up news and gossip? After Buzz TV News. So, on last night's Glee, the character of Emma announced that being a ginger, she has no soul. 
Obviously a callback to the episode where Cartman delivers a hate speech about bullying kids with red hair. And what a... I mean, that was a great episode, and you know what? They really don't have any souls. Wait, you guys... Did you you actually watch Glee to find this out? Because if so, I have lost so much respect Me and Jack were just talking about Glee. (laughs) It's like... Oh my no. God! I'm singing in high school. My life is so hard. Well, we cover it. We cover it for After Buzz, and so uh, so I found out that way. But uh, so you watch Glee? That's a, I don't necessarily watch Glee. I actually don't watch a lot of the episodes. No, Phil's a total Glee. When Nikki dragged me to oh, the yeah. uh, to the Glee live on stage show, yes, I saw. No, it. she didn't. Yep, I totally saw Phil in the audience singing along to Bad Romance. That's where you were when that. That I, I yes. Wait, but did you guys hear about the thing in San Diego, how they made a Facebook group with, like, thousands of people called um, the Kick a Ginger Day? And like, oh, we're not talking about Glee. <laughs> oh, no. No, it wasn't about... San Diego. It was, uh, I think it happened in England. Like, there was a huge thing. Yeah, where, and it was, uh, like, really, it was, like, no, were, like a couple of ginger down. kids. Like, in England, apparently, beating up gingers is, like, a national pastime, like, cricket or eating pie. And they just, like... Love to beat the shit out British of British people. Like, what are you thinking? Well, the pinnacle of our ginger kids is uh, Lindsay Lohan, and so yeah, they have no souls. To me, it's Keel Howard Stone. Oh, Keel! <laughs> Great comment. The guys are in the uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut area. Check them out. Really, yeah. Funny guy. I dated him along with every other girl at MSU. No, I dated him. And in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Anyways, onwards. Season fifteen. Totally buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was eagerly anticipated thanks to the show's preview of Steve Jobs announcing his latest technological invention. Many fans couldn't imagine anything funnier or smarter than the creator's Broadway hit, The Book of Mormon, but the outrageousness of the clip definitely trumped it for fans. I'm not sure about that, man. I saw Book of Mormon about three weeks back. Hilarious. Amazing. Amazing. Mind-blowingly hilarious. (laughs) It's the best musical I've seen since 72Q. I saw 72Q three times on Broadway. I love that show. I'm seeing the entire score front to back. But Book of Mormon trumped it. It's absolutely genius. I got to say, I know one of the producers for Book of Mormon, and uh, or at least, yeah, one of the executive producers, and uh, he told us a story where, you know, they went up to him and said, can you you help us raise money for this? And he he has high-end clients, like the A-list clients of A-list clients, and he basically emailed them and uh, within like five minutes got a response from everyone, like, how much can I give? Because oh, no, it's, it's, it's a no slam brainer. Dunk. Yeah, it's Bobby Lopez who did all the music uh, for Avenue Q, and the music for that show is still the best. Like the Book of Mormon, love the show, great music, very smart. Avenue Q, I think the songs were a little better, but just in like laugh out loud moments and just how hilarious it is, Book of Mormon definitely wins. So you have Bobby Lopez doing all the songs. You have Trey Parker, Matt Stone, uh, who actually have a really great appreciation of Mormonism. It's, Interesting. Like they they get everything down to the special underwear. By the way, speaking of which, um, I do one of the things that we're we will definitely do on our uh, South Park season of of uh, this season is get people in here. And one of the people, or two of the people that we definitely want to get and um, are in talks, is uh, Matt Stone and uh, Trey Parker. And so, I mean, those are really the two tops. Those those are the two tops. But you Michael, know what? Yeah, you guys know Steve Rippin, right? Emerson kid, about three years above us. Not. He's the uh, APOC on South Park now. Nice. Yeah. And I know... Um, What's APOC? Uh, assistant Production Office Coordinator. Cool. See, I mean, that's... I, I would love to, and I know there was a girl um, that I, I was introduced to. Um, she was an alum at, already when I was at Emerson, but um, she was working on South Park on the animation side, and I would love to get 
all of these guys take. Anyone that we can get, I, I feel they would have so much to add. No, but I, there's, a couple, there's a couple of rider dudes I know who might be able to pull. I know, so we should... Are you guys going to the Emerson event tomorrow night? Oh, uh, yeah. If, um, you're, if you're an Emerson student, go to wherever it says on Facebook invite. Now you're coming too. Uh, I most certainly am not. Yeah, you are. Uh, anyways, the onwards. royal wedding. <laughs> yes, I'm going to the royal wedding. But that's at like one. Yeah, well, I have other shows before then. Anyway. So you watch Glee. You're a big fan of the royal wedding. I'm not sure, dude. I this is the, the South Park is what really makes it up for me. Anyways, what else we got, Jesse? So, speaking of a Broadway hit, it comes of no surprise that the play will likely be getting a big screen adaptation. The play opened at U- Eugene O'Neill Theater back in New on- London, Connecticut. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> on March 24th to rave reviews and perpetually sold out the house sold out houses. The creators teamed up with Avenue Q creator Robert Lopez for the musical. No official deal is in place for the movie adaptation yet, but Parker and Stone and producer Scott Rudin discussed the possibility. With money coming in from Broadway show and comically large burlap sacks delivered by Monopoly Man, it's only a matter of time before fans can expect it in theaters. Jesus, who wrote this copy? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> is that you? That was me. <laughs> um, I like so, uh, yeah, Phil was a post-production major, just... So we're clear. Hey, whatever, you know. Um, for those of you who don't know, that's the um, that's the end side, like editing, animation, anything funny. like that. But you know what? I thought that was pretty funny. So F all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your After Buzz TV news and gossip for South Park. April 27th, 2011. All right, predictions. Excellent. Well, um, here we go. All right, I'm not gonna lie, Jack. You have to, uh, you have to hold this one down because our DVR here um, didn't record the the rest of it, and so you're the only one that may know. The I got you, man. Well, uh, you know, as as you know, episodes are done a week in advance, if that. So we have no idea what's going to come next week. It could be anything topical in the news. Yeah, so yeah. just think of think of the most horrible, hateful thing you can think of. Donald Trump. That's what's going to be next week. Royal, Donald, Donald, no, Donald the Trump royal wedding. The royal, royal wedding. wedding. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump and the Japan. Uh, the Japan. Japan story. and uh, all the Middle Eastern uprisings. They're definitely going to do something on that. Yeah. Wait, what happened in Japan? What do you think? It's a little thing called a tsunami. Oh, that thing. Oh, I thought you meant like only this week. Oh no. No, that no, no. So wow. Bad. No, That's no. That's an I, I brought you brought to you by MichelleMercedesMusic.com. No, no. Oh my God. If just... you support Michelle and her views on life, no, 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 no. On her album, no, 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 no. All right, Jesse, take us out of here. <laughs> With on that note, no, no, your music. I love this tsunami picture. You love. You love the tsunami victory. I I completely sympathize with Japan. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We will be back. We will probably have John Barrett Archer back. As always, it's great to have Jack. Obviously, Jesse. It's great to have a female perspective. So thank you, Michelle. And we'll be back next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later.
views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.